Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This episode of College Chaos, sponsored by The Engine, is focusing on a situation a lot of high schoolers are experiencing right now, which is the pass, no pass, or grade system that is being adopted by a lot of a lot of schools in the absence of being able to give real grades. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. We are in an enormous bind, academically, obviously, but one of the things that schools are trying to do is figure out what to do with grades for the second semester. Obviously, we don't have in-person classes going on anymore, and, I mean, how do you do labs in chemistry? How do you do labs in physics? It's, it's a really tough situation. How do you deal with telling colleges how the student did? It's effectively like a credit score. Okay, your GPA is, hey, this person showed up, they did the work, paid their bills on time, just like a credit score. And we don't have a great way of doing that right now. Some schools, amazingly, have just said everybody's going to get an A, which just seems insane to me. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a faster way to devalue effort. Imagine being somebody who's killing themselves for 4.0 and... Or, or higher, 4.5, something like that. Say you're a junior taking a lot of AP classes, killing yourself for these things, top of your class, and instantaneously, that is meaningless. Which is exactly what is happening. If you are in a school, unlikely, but if you're in a school, say in San Francisco, that just decided, hey, we're going to give A's to everyone this semester, your GPA means effectively nothing. At least some universities will understand that you know, the, the second semester or full year of junior year was just an A for everyone, and they're going to devalue that. Now, obviously, they'll be able to see the other grades you were getting, so they'll be able to take it, you know, kind of in, in the context of the situation, but it's still devaluing people, right? It, it's just, it just crushes the GPA. It breaks my heart to hear because, again, I know, I know there are some students out there that are just breaking their backs to get, get good grades, and it's going to be different now. Those grades mean, mean less. Some schools are attempting to still give real grades. So not just give everybody A's, but give, you know, A to F scale. That, that is a noble endeavor, 100%. But man, it's a difficult one. Again, you, how are you going to manage chemistry? How are you man, managing math and physics? I think English classes and history classes are a little bit more straightforward. Obviously, you want, you want solid attendance. I don't know how you do that because most people on a, on a Zoom call, for instance, or watching a video can just turn it on, turn off their camera, or they start a YouTube video and the teacher sees if they watch it or not. I mean, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. But the point is, there are a lot of imperfections, but I think the the attempt to get real grades is what schools should be doing. Because look, you got to have some way to tell the tell the universities in a year that these kids worked, that they worked hard, and and you have to have some way to differentiate the people that worked harder than others. That's that's all this is. Hey, this person killed killed herself for you know twenty hours a week to get this A, and this person didn't kill himself at all and. He only worked three hours and he got a C or something like that. So again, it, it's extremely difficult. It's something we're not, not accustomed to doing in this way, but I think it's the right thing to do. And then there's the pass-no-pass, pass-fail system. So this type of threshold is, is very risky. 
Okay, so are you establishing that you're giving people grades? You're taking percents on homeworks. You're taking percents on on tests, and then you're setting a benchmark. Okay, so everybody who got 65% or 70% of the total points in this course passes. Everybody beneath that does not pass. Okay, and where is that threshold set? That's going to be this enormous thing. And if you're if you have these types of thresholds, why go all in? Why go past no pass or pass fail? Why not just give them a grade? If people are establishing, okay, I have a 75%, why not just give me a C? If I have an 85%, why not just give me a C? It's almost like the issue we're having with everybody getting an A. Okay. I could be getting a 95% or you could be getting a 71%. And if I get a pass, it's the same as just giving everybody an A. Now, there will be some students who don't pass, right? That's, or at least in theory, that will happen. There will be some students who, who do not pass a course and they don't get credit for it. It's going to be really hard to justify, justify that with somebody who at least tried at all in this situation. I can't imagine the number of lawsuits that, that will fly if somebody with a little bit of money finds out that little Johnny didn't pass a course. It's like the things going on, COVID-related issues. You have people not paying their mortgages, right? We're, we're missing thousands and tens of thousands and, and millions of dollars on mortgage payments, and somebody's going to get dinked in chemistry and not pass and potentially not be able to go to college? Yeah, I find that hard to believe. But the point is, I think the pass-fail... The pass-fail attempt is is good because it's trying to give flexibility, absolutely, but at the same time, it's making your efforts meaningless, and it's establishing a threshold somewhere that might be ambiguous. If I were a parent of a student who was going through this, I would want to know immediately what signifies a pass. How are you grading this pass? Because if need be, if worse comes to worse, and God God forbid, if worse comes to worse and a student doesn't pass, I want to know exactly what, what went into that. I want to know how you determined they didn't pass. And if you can determine these things with a percent, why not just give everyone a grade? So again, I understand that they're trying to give flexibility because maybe you have an A student or a B student who's going to drift into the B or C range, or it's extremely difficult to determine grades considering attendance and everything else. I understand that. So they're trying to give people flexibility and saying, hey, look, let's just give this kid in pre-calc or in honors chem, let's just give him or her a, a pass for this. But again, it's almost like giving everybody an A because I have to assume the vast majority of people are going to pass. Let's say you have 30 people in a class, probably at least 27 are going to pass. So it's kind of meaningless now, which is... Uh, which is, again, unfortunate. So to recap, grades, in my opinion, although imperfect, are the best attempt to honor students' effort and actually educate them and motivate them. Lest, lest we forget, you give me a pass, no pass, I was an A student, well, I'm freaked out, I'm just doing the bare minimum. So my motivation is gone as well. Same thing with the A. So again, still having grades, still honoring efforts, still incentivizing students, I think that's the greatest greatest attempt. I think it's going to be very hard, but for the schools that are trying to do it, good on you. For the schools that go pass, no pass, at least there's a specter of you failing and you have some kind of incentive and you still want to get get a passing passing grade so you can get this pass and you can get credit. For the schools that just give A's across the board, 
I got nothing for you. That's not education. It's, I mean, it's almost funny to say it. I was going to say it's like communism. Everybody gets the same thing, which is true. And in this case, it, it couldn't be more true. You're, you're just ruining incentives. You're giving the people who work the hardest just a slap in the face. It's not a way to run a school. Extraordinary times, though. I give you a pass. I'm Matt Todd. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of College Chaos. Go out and crush it. Thank you.